Welcome to the Intelligent Equity Podcast. The mission of this podcast is simple, to help consumers understand residential mortgage lending and the concept behind building equity and living the American dream. Now, here's your host, Ryan Kiefer. Hey everybody, Ryan Kiefer here. Welcome to another edition of Intelligent Equity, the podcast about all things financial with a focus on mortgage and real estate. Today I have a very special guest with me, a longtime friend and business partner. We were just talking before this, uh, going on, what, 21 plus years yeah. now? I yeah. hate to admit that for both of us, <laughs> but uh, Mr. Rob Dieters from MGIC. He is in the mortgage insurance world, and we are happy to have him today. Been been trying to get him on here for a while. So, Rob, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, glad yeah. to have you here. Why don't you give us just a little bit of background about yourself, How maybe how you got into the business, this sure. crazy, crazy yeah. world of mortgage and all that fun stuff. So, as you know, I was in the wholesale lending business for about 15 to 20 years, and mm-hmm. uh, I did that. And then uh, about six years ago, I joined MGIC. And I've been here now, and and, uh, it's been great. And I've known you, like you said, for 20-plus years, and we've been good partners. And so looking forward to keeping that going. It's, it's a crazy business. We were joking. It's, it's kind of like the mafia. Once you get in, it's tough to get out. Yeah. So, you know, but but yeah. but a good business to be in. Great to great to help people achieve that uh, dream, the American dream of home ownership, certainly. But um, so mortgage insurance, or PMI as it sometimes is known out there, can be a little bit of a four-letter word, if you will, yep. a little bit of a dirty word. Everybody loves to avoid mortgage insurance yep. if they can. They don't want to pay it. Tell us why it's actually a good thing and why somebody might not want to put down 20%. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I get that all the time. And I think a lot of parents of first-time home buyers mm-hmm. and a lot of people try to avoid PMI, but they don't really realize how good it can be for you if you're if you're buying a house. Right. Most buyers think they need to have that 20%. Right. And so if you're buying a $200,000 house, that means you need $40,000, right? Right. Oh, so big number. If you're taxing out your savings by putting that $40,000 down and you have very little left, mm-hmm. so how are you going to pay for new refrigerator or, or carpet or a oh, couch yeah. or a lawnmower or anything like that? You're probably yep. going to use a credit card. So instead of doing that, put 10 or 15% down. Right. And that way... Uh, you have that extra ten or fifty, mm-hmm. or, you know, thousand or five thousand dollars left that you can use instead of putting it on your Absolutely. credit card. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it really does. And you know, for for me, in my mind, it's gotten so much cheaper over the years. You know, it's you know, credit or risk based now, especially for those that have really good credit scores or good debt to income ratios, things yeah. like that. It's it seems to be way cheaper than it was in the past. It's yes. not you know as as punitive, I guess, as it was, or as That's big correct. of a number. Yeah, just like everything in our society and economy, things are, you know, we have pressures to, to come down in our price, mm-hmm. and we've done that a few times over the last couple of years. And um, it's very, very inexpensive now to get private mortgage insurance. Yeah, and there are different ways to pay for it now. It's not just monthly, right? It's not just monthly. Monthly is the most common. Mm -hmm. Um, That's basically just like it sounds. You build it into your monthly premium. So every month when the borrower makes uh, a payment, part of that is their PMI, and then that piece comes to us. That's the most common. Sure. And the, the nice thing about it is there's nothing due at signing. Right. When you close, you right. don't have to bring any money to closing, so it, it makes your closing costs lower. Sure. The other one that's really popular is borrower paid single premium, and that's mm-hmm. just like it sounds. It's a one-time premium the borrower pays at closing. Right. Covers the, the mortgage during for the whole life of the loan while it has the PMI. Right. The, the, that can also be financed into the mortgage as well. Sure. So if they don't have the money we but you want that. to finance it in, you can cat, you can do that. Or if they can negotiate with the seller, if they're buying a home, mm-hmm. the seller can pay for it. So right. there's a lot of different thing, ways that you can 
you can pay for that single premium. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, we do some of those still. So, you know, we'll tell people like, hey, if you're only going to be in the property a couple of years, maybe the monthly makes sense. If you're going to yeah. be there long term and you don't plan on maybe aggressively paying the mortgage down to where you could get rid of the monthly premium, maybe the single premium makes sense because that break even is typically, what, about three years? Yeah, it's a good years, point. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, it's about yeah. three and a half to four years if you sat down and did the math. Right. And compared a monthly to a single, it's, that's about the break-even point. Right. So if you're going to be in your house more than four years, it can make a lot of sense to do a single premium. Yep. So. And then uh, the third way, we don't see this as much, but you know, some people like it, is lender-paid mortgage insurance. What's yeah, lender-paid mortgage insurance is where typically the lender is paying for it mm -hmm. uh, for the borrower, but in order to make that up, they charge a higher interest rate. Right, basically so built into the rate. Built into the rate. It's yeah. not as it's not as popular. It's not, it, We don't do it as much, and it's a little more expensive than the other two plans. Sure. So. Well, and that leads me to my next question. Because lender paid, you can't really cancel it like no. you can monthly. So That's how, right. how would someone cancel mortgage insurance? So the typical way, the easiest way is uh, mortgage insurance will fall off automatically when your loan to value hits 78% LTV okay. of your orig original appraised the value. Original value. That can take anywhere from two to five to 10 years, depending on where you live sure. and what, how well your property is right. appraising. You can also appeal to have the, to have the MI removed mm -hmm. earlier. Uh, by getting a new appraisal, maybe okay. you put a lot of money into it, sure. or you got a you got a did good deal on it. Yeah, did yeah. some renovations. You can appeal with your lender to have it fall off sooner than that by getting a new appraisal. Okay. So, and it used to be the old rule of thumb was that you had even when it was monthly, you had to have it for at least two years. But is that I've heard recently that's no longer the case? Maybe. Yeah, I I think if you if you were to look up the Fannie Mae and Freddie mm -hmm. Mac uh, guidelines, it would say two years still. Yeah. But it seems like there's a lot of flexibility in that sure. with each lender. Each lender has their has their own right. you know policy on that. So sure. you can typically get out of it less than two years. A little less than, yeah, yeah, less yeah. than that. If someone either aggressively pays it down, as we said, or maybe you do some renovations, yeah. that type of thing. So yeah. Yeah. you know, FHA has their own version of you know mortgage insurance premium. What you know, what are the pluses and minuses of, you know, what you do is on conventional lending has nothing to do with FHA. What are some of the pluses and minuses of uh, having PMI or mortgage insurance on a conventional yeah, lending? Yeah, no, good question. So FHA is basically a competitor of ours, mm -hmm. um, and it's a government loan. So the sure. government is insuring that loan. It's usually, it's typically better for your middle of the road to low score borrowers right, because right. Your, your premiums are higher. Uh -huh. First of all, you have to pay a single premium or a one-time premium up front, right. and that gets financed into your mortgage. Right. With conventional PMI, you don't have that. Right. Also, on, with FHA, on top of the single premium that you're putting into your mortgage, you're also paying monthly. Right. Okay? Right. You got both on Yeah, FHA, where with yeah. conventional, you're doing one or the other. You're right. not doing both. Right. The biggest difference between a conventional and an uh -huh. FHA-insured loan is with FHA, the insurance is not cancelable. Right. It's on the loan for Big the life of a couple the loan. years ago. Yeah. yeah. You're stuck with it now for life. So. Yeah. And with conventional, as we talked about before, at some point you can cancel that. So right. that's the biggest thing. But yeah, it's still a good product, but you just need to sit down and yeah. compare it. So. Like you said, it's middle of the road or maybe lower credit scores are a little more flexible on debt to income ratios and that type of thing. But you know, we do see a lot of refinances for people, you know, in FHA loans because they can't cancel that monthly mortgage insurance right. like they could years ago. So then yeah. once they get their credit scores up, get in a better situation, they'll want to refi over to yeah. a conventional loan, even if they're paying PMI still and they don't have the equity right. position. Yeah. 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 
So yeah. So yeah, so great info. So yeah, you don't need 20% down because we still hear that. And actually now, um, you know, some of the newer conventional products, you know, well, somewhat new, they've come back. Uh, there's 3% down, right? Yeah, yeah, you, know? you can put 3% down as little as that. You can do various uh, programs. There's also down payment assistance available Absolutely. out there. And I know Prime Lending has some programs like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's income-based. Yep, a lot but, of those are. But you can get into a house with very little down. Yeah, the 3% down, it's either income-based, so you meet a certain income level. You know, you make this amount of money or less based on the county and where you live or where the property's located. Or you can do it with no income limits and just one person has to be a first-time home buyer. And that's, that's right. defined as someone not owning a home in the last, last three, three years. years yeah. So, you know, you could have owned a home five years ago and maybe you sold or relocated and now you're renting or whatever, but you can now be defined as a first-time home yeah, buyer. So absolutely. Great programs out there. Yeah. 3% down on conventional mm -hmm. and that's a loan amount all the way up to what, 484000 yeah. right now? Something yeah, that's crazy. a conforming amount now. It's yeah. way higher yeah. than FHA. That's yeah. another benefit of conventional is it's a much higher loan limit than, yeah. than FHA loans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, who knew uh, mortgage insurance could be so interesting? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not a bad <laughs> word, like Ryan said before. It's not yeah. a four-letter word. It's a, it's really good. I mean, it can help you get into a house sooner because yep. you don't have to save that twenty percent. Right. And even if you have that twenty percent, consider putting ten or fifteen down. Right. Uh, we have a program that's called Fifteen is Greater Than Twenty. Yeah. Thinking that by putting fifteen down instead of twenty, mm -hmm. you have that extra money to use to buy a lawnmower or sure. buy a couch or yeah, whatever. Well, with as low as mortgage rates are right now, maybe you want to keep <clears> that money invested for retirement or keep it somewhere else where it's liquid and it's not all locked up in the house. Yeah, you know? exactly. You yeah. Know, there's so many other things that you can and do. And it's with gonna that. go away eventually, so it's not like you're gonna right. have it forever. Right. You know. Right. And if rates do keep coming down, you can call Ryan and refinance yeah. again. So. Well, and you know, and the other thing is people make the mistake of thinking <clears> that like, well, this money I put down. It's, it's growing at 3 or 4% a year because the house is appreciating. No, it's not. You're, the money you put down is actually getting eaten up by inflation over time because the house will appreciate regardless of the amount of the mortgage you have. Right. The house doesn't care if you have a mortgage or not. You can put 100% right. down. Yeah. The house is going to appreciate the Still same as there. if you borrowed 100%. Yes. So people lose sight of that sometimes, and that's where these tools can come in handy because back in the day, before PMI, mortgage insurance was around, you had to put 20% down. I had to put you know, 20 The banks down. required it. So yeah. it's very much a good thing and allows people to get into homes sooner than they otherwise would, yes. um, especially with some of the student loan debt and the other mm -hmm. challenges that are out there for these first-time yeah. home buyers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if, if you are a first-time home buyer watching this and you are looking for resources mm -hmm. um, to educate yourself, because the biggest thing is you know, most new first-time home buyers just they don't have the knowledge. Right. And um, so we try as a, as a PMI company. A lot of our business is first-time mm -hmm. home buyers. So we right. try to help educate them. And, and a great way to do that is to use our website. It's called ReadyNest.com. ReadyNest.com. And there's all kinds of edu free educational material okay. material on there that will educate first-time home buyers on the mortgage process and how to how to make an offer on a house or yeah. you know what to expect um, from the mortgage process. Sure. So, you know, what does my credit score mean? You know, right. different things like that, things that people don't really realize and how important it is and to get in a mortgage. Sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's great info. Yeah. Well, Rob, thanks so much for being here today. Yeah. Thank it was you. great to, great yeah. to have you Appreciate on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. For those out there watching or listening, please subscribe to the podcast. This has been another edition of Intelligent Equity with your host, Ryan Kiefer. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Intelligent Equity Podcast with Ryan Kiefer. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast and hit subscribe to get notification of all new episodes.